Hi, I'm your host, Tina Clark, and welcome to My Weirdest Experience Podcast. This is the podcast of the weirdest experience that has ever happened to you and gives you a venue to fully express yourself and share your weirdest story with the world. This is the No Judgment Zone, a safe place to share your experience. It's also a place where we discuss what happened to you and share some possible theories on what and why this happened. If you would like to be on the show, email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Hey listeners, I just wanted to explain a little bit about this upcoming show, that there is a little boy playing in the background. He's four years old, so you're going to hear him throughout the interview. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that um, there is some background noise on this particular episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the show today. I have a special guest today named Kimberly Johnson. She used to live in my neighborhood. We live in a big subdivision outside Somerville, South Carolina called Cane Bay Plantation. And she's had a lot of interesting paranormal experiences while she lived here. And so that's the kind of story she's going to share with us today. Hey, Kimberly, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Tina. How are you? Good. I'm so glad that you're coming on to talk about something very local to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The old neighborhood, old neighborhood for me, but you know, still good for you. So yeah. Um, I was really, really excited when I got your message about your podcast and, you know, asked if I wanted to be a guest. So this is, this is wonderful for me and thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. So Kimberly actually posted on Facebook about one of her experiences and it really stood out to me. And I ended up friending her on Facebook because of that story, because that story was wild. So I'm sure you have plenty of stories to share. So we can begin with that one or another one. It's up to you. Um, We can start with that one. actually. Okay. Okay, well, walk us into what you were doing, what was happening, what the situation was, and go for it. Okay, so it was nighttime, and I was going to go down to um, the Publix and pick up some stuff for my mom. So I get in our golf cart, and you know where I lived was in old rights at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So I'm right there at the golf cart path and I'm turning onto it. And there's these, so there's my across the street neighbor's house that's right here next to the path once I crossed onto it. And on the other side is like this little thin line of trees dividing the street from there. And so I turn that corner and I see this girl and she's right there in the tree line. And I thought she was in distress. And so I go like kind of start to drive faster like to see if she needs some help and she disappeared. There was nowhere for her to go. She couldn't just, you know, run in my direction. If she did, she would have ran right past me 
If she would have ran through the tree line, she would have ended up in the street, but she didn't do any of that. I have no idea what happened to this girl or who she was, but she vanished. And if I'm not mistaken, the reason that made me think like she might've been in some distress is because I could hear crying. Mm -hmm. So that's what made me want to, you know, like go towards her and find out if she need help or something. But yeah, she wasn't there. And I, I mean, I could see her distinctively to okay, know so Can that you describe what she looked like and what she seemed she, to be doing? As far as what she was doing, she was kind of just, I want to say she was kind of just standing there. But she had long hair, kind of dirty blondish. It was long and it was curly. Now, what I can't seem to really remember is what she was wearing, because I really don't think I was, I was paying attention to that. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I think I really remember like her, her hair texture and what color it was is because it was, it was in her face, not completely covering her face, but just enough for me to see that she had an abundance of hair. Mm -hmm. And she, I'm trying to think, she didn't look small but she didn't look tall either kind of like middle height I'd have to say so I don't think like she was a child or anything but it's just yeah she was definitely there she was definitely there there's how, no mistaking that how old do you think she was probably if I had to take a guess I'd want to say maybe 20s and did she look completely solid like a real person she did actually she didn't look like you know some sort of apparition or anything like that she did that's why I thought she was real because mm -hmm. she, she she looked completely normal so what happened next I just I went on to the store but I mean I was still kind of shooken up about it and I even when I kept going I stopped the golf cart and I went and I, I to the tree line just to see, like, maybe she did go running, but she just, she was not there. So I got back in the car and, and just went on to the store and haven't seen her or anything like that since. Yeah, I know. I, I know people who won't even go on the trail. I <laughs> <laughs> You know, at night, I, I would not recommend it. it. It's all sorts of creepy. Yeah, I've been yeah. on it. I've been on it at night and it's very dark. It is. There's especially... parts of it that's very dark. Yes, yes. And um, when you get down by the schools on that stretch, like right when you like pass the elementary school, that long, no, I'm sorry. That's the middle school, isn't it? Yeah. So that long stretch where they're doing all that building right now, mm -hmm. that was the darkest part. And I used to always hate having to go down there. There was just, I don't know. I used to always just get totally creeped out, but it would only really be in that certain, on that certain stretch. I, I, don't, I don't ever know why that is, but that's like the worst part of the path for me. Is that the stretch between the middle school and the shopping center? Yes. Okay. Mm hmm. Okay. So did you go 
Did you drive your golf cart back through the area where you saw that girl? Yes, I did. Because I'd, I'd have to. Because that's okay. the way that, yeah, that would lead to my house. And she was gone. She was gone. Gone. Interesting. Yeah. And I always wondered about that. Like, what, who was it? Where did she go? And, you know, I never questioned of whether or not she was really there because I know for a simple fact that she was. I mean, I, I saw her. I wasn't hallucinating. It was, I mean, even though it was dark, I mean, my golf cart lights were on. So I could, I could see clearly that, that she was indeed there. I, I just don't know where she went. <laughs> I think it's interesting when people see ghosts and they look solid. Yes. I've always thought that was interesting too. And, you know, before seeing her, even though I've like, I've basically had paranormal experiences all my life. I mean, going back to when I was a child, I can never say that I actually saw anything until that night that I saw her. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you said there you had some other experiences. Do you want to share those too? Yeah. So the house we lived in. So I guess I can start with before we actually moved in. Now, our house was the model for, came, uh, for Old Rice. Mm -hmm. So no one actually lived in it. You know, once it was built, you know, our garage was the office. So um, my parents, they decided that they, you know, hey, we're, we're going to buy it. We're going to buy it. So the weekend after my parents bought the house, um, I think, I don't want to say necessarily say a month later, probably a couple weeks later, we came down with um, a truck to, you know, start putting in some of the furniture. We weren't going to actually live in it yet, but just, you know, to start clearing the stuff from our old house up in Maryland. So we spent a weekend getting things set up and everything, and we didn't have internet or anything yet. We didn't even have like TVs there. So, you know, basically me and my daughter, we found ways to entertain ourselves over the weekend. And so have you, you know, the spirit boxes and you know how they have the the apps and the play store and itunes and stuff like that and i don't know what made me want to do this but i had downloaded one of the spirit box apps and i'd rather reviews on it first i'm a re review reader i always read reviews on everything before i try them out mm -hmm. but anyway this particular app and unfortunately i don't remember the name of it but it didn't have a single bad review and I read through a whole bunch of them. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna download this. And then after I downloaded it, I'm like, okay, so what am I actually, do? I mean, out of boredom, I don't know. So I didn't actually do anything with the app right then and there. Mm -hmm. um, I was sitting around in my daughter's room, her and I were just talking and everything. And we were gonna go downstairs to the kitchen to fix something to eat. I had my phone in my hand and we walked out of her room. Now where her room is, well, was, is in the hall upstairs hallway between, well, in the upstairs hallway was 
where her room is, it went the bathroom and then the linen closet. And over the area where the linen closet was, was our attic door. Um, so we, we walk out of her room and right when we walk under the attic, the spirit box goes off. Mind you, I didn't open the app. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, the white noise from it starts coming out and loud and clear comes the word attic. Me and my daughter just stop and we look at each other. My daughter's like, what is that? I said, it's this app I downloaded. She's like, well, you know, what is it? I said, it, it's a spirit box. It's supposed to, you know, give words from ghosts or, or, or other entities. And my daughter's like, you're, you're kidding me, right? I'm like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> She's like, this, you're, you're like, this is a bad joke. Right? <laughs> yes. Like in the look on her face, I, I wish I could describe it, but she just was like, you, you, you're kidding me. And in that moment, we hadn't even realized we were standing under the attic, but we both at the same time looked up and right there is the attic door. And my daughter was like, okay, this isn't creepy at all. And even after it said the word, like the app, it, it went off. The white noise stopped and everything. And my daughter was like, mom, uninstall that now. <laughs> No. Know what? The next, the next step is to go in the attic, Kimberly. <laughs> and I, I, I told her, I'm like, oh, you know, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna uninstall it. And we just, you know, we, we went downstairs, and I made a sandwich, and you know, she got something to drink and everything, and we came back upstairs, and we went into my room. And she sat down on my floor and I sat down on my bed. You know, we just start talking again and I'm eating my sandwich and the app goes off again. <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like, I told you to uninstall that. And right in the middle of her sentence, the thing says meat, not as in meat someone, but meat as in the food. Oh. And I was eating a turkey ham and cheese sandwich. And that's when I looked down at my sandwich and I'm like, what? And my daughter's like, mom, if you don't want to install that thing right now, I'm going to go get grandma and grandpa. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So um, I uninstalled it and everything. And so that was that with the whole thing. And like I said, and we, weren't, we technically weren't even moved in yet. So that was pretty interesting to us. And I remember on our long ride back up to Maryland, you know, me and my daughter were talking amongst ourselves, like, you know, if this, you know, creepy stuff happened already, and my daughter's like, what do you think's going to happen when we move there? I'm like, well, we didn't actually interact with it, so, you know, probably nothing. So that was that for that piece. So what year was that house built? It was built in, jeez, oh, I want to say, I can't remember if it was... 2000, I want to say somewhere between 2005 and 2010, I think. Yeah. So just for the listeners, where this neighborhood is, it's not old. No. These no. houses are new. There's probably not any house here that's more than seven or eight years old. Exactly. 
so people always get confused because they have paranormal activity in their homes and there's new housing. Well, it could be the land. It could be the land indeed. And that was my first thought because mm -hmm. like I said, like our house had never even been, you know, lived in or anything like that. And as far as, you know, like you said, the rest of the houses are new. So the people living in them are probably the ones who had them built in the first place. Right. But also uh, I want to add to that people themselves can also be haunted. Right. And I didn't even really know that until after a couple of years of um, living in our house. So, yeah. So was there someone in your house that was haunted? I think it's me. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm haunted. I think that just because the simple fact that ever since I was a kid, um, things unexplainable has happened. I think I'm just maybe the type of person who might be susceptible to certain things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think if you are a natural medium, for example, the spirit knows, the ghosts know that you have that ability. So they're going to try to communicate with you or try to get your attention. And they do get your attention, right? Because you know, yes, they do. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's working on their behalf that, it, yeah. that you are paying attention. You're noticing things that other people don't notice and you're feeling things that other people don't feel. Yes. Right? Yes, indeed. So, um, and I think my mom might have been um, the same way mm -hmm. because she had an experience in the house. And it was actually, you know, when we moved, and it wasn't long after we moved in. And um, one day, actually one night, me and my mom, we were the ones who liked to stay up late. And so it, it was probably like around maybe one or two o'clock in the morning. And I went downstairs to get something to drink. And I, I looked over at my mom. She was sitting in her chair watching TV. And she had this strange look on her face. And she turned and she looked at me and she was like, were you just down here? I said, no. As if I was, you, you would have seen me. I said, why? She was like, Where's your, your, your father and, and Nicole doing? I'm like, mom, they're asleep. It's like one o'clock. And, you know, that she, she just looks, I wouldn't say like disturbed, kind of just like maybe like a little confused. So I was like, mom, what's going on? And for a minute, it's like she didn't want to tell me because she, she was hesitant. But then she's like, there's something, there's something here. And I said, what do you mean there's something? I'm like, mom, what's going on? She said, I've been, there, there's shadows. And for my mom, anyone who knows my mom, for Inez Johnson to have said something like that, you've got no choice but to believe her. My mom was not the type of person who, you know, believed in anything unexplainable or, or ghosts or, or, or spirit or, or anything like that. So when she said that, I totally immediately believed her. And I said, where? And she pointed over by the TV and along the wall on the side by where the windows that she sat by at and then into her sunroom. And she said, all along here. And I said, well, do you know 
what kind of shelves like could have been like any of the trees waving out so my mom was like the blinds are closed Kimberly and I turn and I look I'm like oh yeah they are you know but and she just sat there a second I said well I said are you scared she said no she said, I'm just letting you know that you know there, there were shadows in here and she kind of just matter-of-factly went back to watching tv Did you see the shadows too ever in the house? Shadows? No. I think I've seen something worse. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> and see the thing is, is it's like, okay, so you know how when you watch those paranormal shows and people are describe seeing just something black, dark, like mm -hmm. even blacker than the, the blackest black you could possibly think of. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've seen that twice in the house, in did my it, room. To be did exact. it have a form or anything? It did not have a form, but it wasn't like, I guess the best way that I could describe it is like a big thing of just like maybe dark smoke, like a form of smoke. I guess that's the way you mm -hmm. could describe it, but mm -hmm. it, it had no form, it had no shape. So did it appear in the middle of the night or while you were got up sleeping? Yeah. What was the situation? Um, the first time, um, it was just for like a split second and, and it was at night. I was laying down and I, I wasn't sleeping. I was watching TV and I just happened to kind of look over towards where my closet was. Now in my room, the foot of my bed faced my stand where my TV was and beside that was my closet door. And so that night that I was laying there watching TV, I kind of just looked over towards my closet door and it was right there. And it was just for that split second. And, you know, that night I'm like, you know, and I'm seeing stuff, I'm too, you know, I'm tired, maybe I should just go to sleep. So I kind of just wrote that off. But one night when I was sleeping, um, I had woken up and off and on through life, um, I've experienced waking up and not being able to move. You know, I, I do believe in sleep paralysis, but mm -hmm. I also do believe that when things like that happen, it's not, you can't just automatically write it off as sleep paralysis. I do believe that there's a lot more to that. Mm -hmm. So um, it's one of those nights where I'd woken up, couldn't move, couldn't talk. The only thing I could basically move was my eyes. And, um, I saw it. It was again in the same spot where I saw it the first time in front of my closet, except this time it didn't just disappear. It, it, it was just there. And I'm staring at this thing. And all of a sudden I just, I started to get hot. Like not like hot, oh, it's hot in here or, you know, my, my body temperature's right. I mean, from the inside. And I just started to get hotter and hotter. And 
at some point I really did in my mind believe that, okay, so this is what spontaneous combustion is. And this oh, is what's going no. Yes. I, 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 I'm just horrified now, even just talking about this. I've got goosebumps up and down my whole body. You can hear my voice quivering. And it, it just, I just kept getting hotter. And I, I really didn't think I was about to die. I'm like, this is, this is how I'm going out. And the thing got closer to like maybe, I want to say like, not above my bed, but right there at the foot of my bed. And it just seemed like it went on for hours. I don't know how long it actually is. It probably really only like maybe a minute. But after that, I, I don't think I was ever the same. And to this day, I, I still cannot describe what. And at the same time of me feeling like I was on fire from the inside, I, the feelings that I had emotionally was beyond terror. I, I, I can't even find a word to describe it. So how many times have you experienced sleep paralysis? Ever since I was 22 this has been going on and it's like I can go years without it happening and then when it does happen it, it'll happen for a couple of years and then it'll stop for a couple of years and it'll come back have you and you've never been able to break out of it consciously no have you ever tried to call on like divine help I used to, like back in my 20s, I was 22 when it first started. And I remember then I used to just squeeze my eyes shut and like, you know, say the Lord's prayer over and over and over in my head. Mm -hmm. And um, the last time that I had this happen, um, it, not only did I have that hot feeling, but I believe that at some points, I was, I physically left my body mm -hmm. and it, it, it's just, and I don't know if it was from, I, I can't, I can't explain it. I really can't. I'm sorry if my words are getting all jumbled, but um, I, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Yeah. Well, I've been through it once and it's never happened again, but I lived in a very haunted building in Albany, New York. And yeah. I remember I could feel the spirits and the ghosts in there. Um, they would, we had apartments. So it was like, I don't know how tall it was, maybe 10 stories. And yeah. I would be watching TV and I would get this feeling that something just walked in the front door through the kitchen mm -hmm. and is looking at me while I'm sitting in the living room. Like you get this creepy feeling and you turn and look and you know, yes. there's nothing physical there, but you can sense that there clearly is. Oh yeah. And I was yes. friends with the um, maintenance man and he told me all sorts of stories that happened to him in that building. <laughs> <laughs> so I had already, you know, been aware that there was activity, but there was one night when I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't move. 
that's just and I didn't see anything mm -hmm. I was looking my eyes were open and I was looking around and I didn't see anything yeah but I couldn't move and it felt like a pressure was on my body like I couldn't move exactly and it's terrifying it is so it truly is eventually I don't know how much time is weird when this stuff happens to you. I don't know. Eventually I was able to move, um, but it never happened again. Thank goodness. Mm, I, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not wish that on anybody because, mm. and you think since it's been going on so long with me and you know, I'm, I'm 39, I'll, I'll be 40 this summer. You think I'd be used to it, but I don't think I will ever get used to that. And, you know, I've through the years, I've, I've told friends about it. I've told family members. I've, I've even spoken to a woman who's, you know, uh, part of my dad's church. Um, so, you know, people do know that I go through it. And only one person, which is the lady from my dad's church, who she told me that when she was young, like a little girl, that it used to happen to her. And she said that, you know, it's never happened to her in her adult life, but it used to happen to her when she was a kid. So, you know, it felt good to be able to finally tell somebody about it without them looking at me like I'm completely nuts. And no, you know, it's totally it real. It's, it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's real. When you've been through it, it becomes your truth and your experience. Mm -hmm. And no one has the right to tell you that you didn't experience what you experienced. It's just, that's just ridiculous. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, and of you, it's happened many times, not just one mm -hmm. time. Well, yep. you know what, Kimberly, I'm going to do some research on this and I'm going to help you because I really want to know how we can get you out of this. <laughs> I would love that. I, I really would. I, you know, because it, it, it's like, to me, it, 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 it plagues me. It does. Yeah. yeah. There's times when it happens and, you know, when I finally make it out of it or whatever, I'm just depressed for weeks after. Um, it has driven me to alcoholism at some point in my life. Um, I'm not that way now, thank goodness. But, you know, it's, it's it's been like really really bad dealing with that yeah I'm gonna reach out to my mentors and see what they what they know about it and think about it and definitely there's got to be something that can be done if if not just to increase your protection yeah. in some way do you utilize crystals or anything for protection um, I don't, but I do have a pendant that um, I wear and it's, it's kind of like a protective piece for me. Um, I mm -hmm. haven't worn it in a while because I've made to find a new chain for it, but mm -hmm. it's a silver tree of life with a pentacle beside it. And um, that has been my my amulet i guess you could call it a, a protection mm -hmm. so i'm a big fan of black tourmaline um i would get a bunch of that and i would wear it and i would put it around your bed 
and in, yeah. the four, in the four corners of your house. Oh, yeah. And where can I find it? Anywhere. You could go on Amazon and buy it. You can buy it on Etsy. Just okay. black tourmaline. It's not that expensive. I have a big chunk of black tourmaline beside my bed table at night. I actually have yeah. a bunch of crystals. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my next venture. I've always wanted to um, learn about crystals and, and things of that nature. Yeah, I think black yeah. tourmaline also, like I'm wearing black tourmaline right now. I'm wearing a necklace. Um, and hematite is a good one. Anything black, like a black crystal, mm -hmm. depending on the crystal, it either absorbs energy and or deflects negative energy. Okay. Yeah. I will definitely have to go online and look for that. Yeah. So this, this being that you're seeing when you're feeling really hot, do you think, what do you think is happening to you? See, I, I have no idea. Is he, I, is I, this being taking energy from you? Is he sending like heat to you? What is going on? I think if anything, it's taking something from me. Yeah. Now what, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's taking. And is there anyone else in your family that has sleep paralysis? No, not your, a single one. Your mom doesn't. No, and, and she passed back in 2019. Um, I do remember, you know, talking to her about it on different occasions, and and she's 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 never had it. Mm. Yeah, I don't like it, Kimberly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a bit much. You know, thankfully it hasn't had. I think the last time it happened was um. <sighs> probably about six months ago. So it, it's been some months, thank goodness. But it's only a matter of time. I'm, so like I said, I don't know. It, it, it can be a couple of years that it doesn't happen. And but so I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. when it's going to come back. So I just know that it will. <laughs> I'm going to treat you like my clients. Because when something starts, I always ask them at 22, what was happening in your life at that time? That was great. I mean, I was living with my boyfriend at the time. Um, we we worked together. Um, you know, nothing stressful was going on. And I just, I don't know, it just happened. It just started happening. Mm -hmm. And I still remember the first night it happened. You know, I'm laying there beside him. We're sleeping. And I woke up. And I, I couldn't move. And, you know, I, I wasn't really freaking out because at first I actually thought, okay, maybe I'm still sleeping. Then mm -hmm. I realized that I wasn't. And I could move my eyes around the room and I turned and I looked at the clock and it was a little bit after four o'clock. And I'm laying there and, I'm, and then I'm starting to panic because I'm realizing that, okay, I, I literally, I can't move. And so I started to call out for my, my boyfriend at the time. And then I realized that I can't talk either. And that's what really sends me into a panic. 
And I just, I, I didn't know what was going on. And even like before that, I never even heard of sleep paralysis or anything like that. So I didn't know what was happening, but it didn't feel very comfortable um, emotionally or mentally. And I, I just, I closed my eyes and I just started saying the Lord's prayer over and over and, and it ended up lifting. And I sat up in bed and I just started screaming. And, you know, my boyfriend woke up and he was like, you know, what is going on? What, is, what happened? And, and I told him and he was like, I think you were just having a bad dream. I'm like, no, you're not listening to me. I was wide awake. I can tell you what time it was. I can hear you breathing, you know, I was not sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the first time, and it just, it's been like that ever since. So has the activity followed you to your new location? No, but also, um, I've got um, a whole bunch of stage and some Palo Santo that I burn in my new place weekly mm-hmm. that's something i've never done anywhere that i've lived and um because you know i mean i i never knew about it or, or you know was even into it and i actually didn't i mean i've heard of people doing it but i never thought you know i'm like all oh, these people yeah it's whatever but i think it i i believe wholeheartedly that me um doing my weekly burning has helped good yeah it should be (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but you probably put a lot of faith and intention into your smudging which yes i do yeah and that has that has a lot to do with it because if you have any doubt about what you're doing and that it could work that kind of interferes with it working yeah and it's kind of like you know it'd be like counterproductive because if you, you know, you're doing it to fix something and you don't think that it's going to fix it, then what's the point? You're canceling it out with your thoughts and your emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, is there any other stories you want to share with us? Um, let me think. I think I had one, but now that I think about it, I really can't remember all the pieces of the details. So I think I'll probably leave that one out mm-hmm. but um oh okay so my devices and I also I don't know if you know I have I've got two separate Facebook pages and I know we're friends on both of them I had posted a video a while ago um of a shirt moving in my closet I remember watching that video yeah now see (laughs) even though I posted it like what I think like a couple months ago but I actually took that video two years ago when things actually like first started um happening in the house Mm -hmm. as far as like being able to physically see stuff happening and that was the first time that I was actually able to catch whatever I was telling people on video and they're like, well, you know, was the air conditioner on? Was there, no, there was no air conditioner on. There was, it was a nice day. The air wasn't on. Cause you know, we've got vents in our closet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, had the air conditioner been on, I easily would have wrote it off as that. But, you know, there was just, but then the simple fact that as you can see in the video, nothing else is moving. 
And the way that the shirt is moving, I mean, it clearly looks like somebody's touching it. So that was pretty interesting, but I would have times where I'd come into my room and like my phone would either be on my nightstand or, or on my bed. And I visibly see like, so you know how your phone, you know, the four digit passcode or whatever, but nowadays, you know, you got the whole face ID thing, but phones that I've had previously, you know, were the ones you put your passcode in. Mm-hmm. There were times where I'd physically look at my phone, watch it light up, watch buttons being pressed, and then it would drain out. Hmm. Yeah, that's usually a sign of spirit activity too, because they drain the batteries and electronics. Yeah. And I mean, my phone could be fully charged, and then you know I'd watch it, and then it just died completely. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call the thing petty. I'm like, okay, you're being really petty right now. You know? (laughs) Well, Kimberly, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And um, sharing your experiences. And I'm going to follow up with you on that sleep paralysis thing. Because thank you. You've got my curiosity peak. And I want to figure out exactly (laughs) what this is. Well, thank you. And I, I truly, truly appreciate you for helping me and for having me on your show. This has been great. You're welcome. It's been fun. Yes. Thank you for listening. If you have a weird experience to share, please email me at contactstargazingangel@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Check out our website on tinakinneyclark.com. Also, we're on Facebook and like us on Facebook and share your favorite episodes with your friends and family. I look forward to hearing about your weirdest experience.